on geeks you're listening to episode 159 of the geeks under grace podcast my name is cody armor i'm here with joe morgan gadzooks and shelly walter Scoozdag. and it's the first podcast of the year oh my gosh yeah happy 2018 all right 2018 2019 yeah. oh, no. we're gonna rock this year <laughs> <laughs> we need that slow poke meme oh, yeah. or the internet explorer meme whichever yeah is yeah most relevant right now <laughs> Today we're going to be geeking out about Nintendo being on Humble Bundle, Batman, and that Deadpool cartoon we thought was dead, which is funny because Deadpool, you think he's dead and then he's not. It's whole thing. LOL. Yep. Jokes. But first, special shout outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace. specifically Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, and David Corey. We love you guys. Thank you so much for donating. And it is the new year. And so most people have resolutions or goals or whatever. For me, uh, I'm, I'm calling them expectations. I just kind of think they're going to happen. And so I was going to ask you guys, as far as Geeks Under Grace goes, what are your your hopes or expectations for the year? What do you want to see happen at Geeks Under Grace? Hmm. Joe's the president. Let's, let's put him on the spot he is isn't he mm. i just i want to see more uh in person interaction we're going mm-hmm. to we're going to pack south here in a couple of weeks and i think that's going to be the start of something that could be really cool yeah i think literally the night of recording this we'll be talking a little bit about which cons we're looking at for the rest of the year oh i think it's part of it so that's cool so yeah that's i, I love hearing like when we've affected someone's life in some way and hearing that feedback. So that's, that's what I want. Yeah. How about you, Shelly? Yeah. I'm kind of feeling similarly. I think our, um, I've seen the hard work we, that the stream team has put into the stream channel, uh, the Twitch channel. And I think, I guess I sort of hope that, I mean, we we still have our Extra Life stream every year. We still have our Pledge Drive stream every year. And mm-hmm. maybe not adding another um, event like that, but I just think, sort of hope that there'll be more, maybe focus there or more. I would like to see more viewers, right? But I feel like we're getting there. <laughs> I feel like yeah. we're kind of building up this viewership this um audience is the better word there yeah but so i'd like to i guess i don't really know the exact like i can't think of a specific hope specific like goal i guess for the stream team but i just feel like this year we're really gonna i don't know bring them in or something does that make sense yeah definitely (laughs) reel them in we're gonna reel in those those audience members i don't know cool (laughs) Yeah, I, for me, I've been looking at, so every nonprofit, they don't just say, hey, give us money. They say, like, they're they're kind of selling a product. Mm-hmm. And that product is, you know, like charity water would be giving water to other people. Like, that's what they are selling is you give us money. What you get in return is you are providing uh, other people water or, you know, whatever the nonprofit would be. And so I was trying to wrap my mind around, like, what is that for Geeks Under Grace? And it's um, bringing geeks closer to god 
whether that be that they have never met God before and it's completely new to them, or if they've been a Christian their whole life, uh, still being able to bring them closer to God. And so I think we've got these four mission statements. You can check them out on geeksnergrace.com. And I I really kind of want to like look into those and dig into them a little bit more. And Hmm. so part of that is conventions, which I think is really exciting. Um, The Bible studies, I think, are a really big deal. But there's so many people that don't know that we have a website. Yeah. With reviews and things. That always irritates me. Yeah. And so we have a website, first of all. But I think letting people know, not that there's a website, but like the value of the website uh, and the fact that it can um, be a tool used to bring geeks closer to God. So I just, I don't know. I think this year is going to be a very different year for Geeks Under Grace. And I'm really excited to see we we've have it's always kind of been this thing of like we're geeks and we love god and we want to share that with everybody uh but i think that the impact that we're going to have on the culture this year is going to be uh way more intense I'm yeah i'm really excited that's not measurable i'm sorry most people have like measurable goals but i'm i'm really excited there's a few different things that's that's fine. Anyways, we can get into the video games we've been playing. Shelly, I'm assuming you've been playing more Smash Bros. Definitely. I've been playing, especially last couple days, honestly. I played a lot over break, but not nearly as much as I wanted. After okay. Because I, I, I 100%ed World of Light a while wow. ago. Wow. It's um, so extensive. But here's what you do. Is that okay. you, um, so I, I found a very, there's a couple ways to cheese through World of Light. Apparently, one way that I learned was once you get Donkey Kong, and once you get this one of the spirits, there's a couple, um, but mm-hmm. one of them I can think of is the, uh, what's he called? Like, the big electric fish that you find that's in Splatoon. There's a spirit of that, and it makes you giant okay. for the first beginning of the battle. I don't remember how many seconds. It's not a lot. It's, like, maybe 10 seconds, honestly. Um... And then you, you get Victini with the Hyper Smash Spirit and whatever else you want, I suppose. And you just are a giant Donkey Kong at the beginning of every battle and you just spam smash attacks and you win. Like before the spirit you're fighting even, you know, shows off their powers, their abilities, you just kill them okay. before it. And that's how I was able to cheese through a lot of it um, and get it done fast. But yeah, hmm. there are some really hard ones in there that because it doesn't work yeah. for everything. There were I haven't also, gotten very yeah. far, but I looked yeah. at the map and I was like, wow, this is a big map. Here's the thing. It's... No, I'm not going to say anything. Never mind. It is big. Okay. It's, big it's a big map. It's bigger than you think it is. Yeah. That's what My I was wife saying. was playing it and I was like, it just doesn't end. I was nope. like, okay. It has some really cool things, though. There are a lot of neat uh, art, artistic things they do. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed World of Light. So, they have New Game Plus. So... I oh. started New Game Plus, which is so broken. You get all the characters that you unlocked. You get all of the spirits you have. Okay. Everything. So Is everyone harder? You get all the skills that you unlocked. Everything else is the same. Oh, okay. So I don't really see I don't really see the point in doing New Game Plus, but I still am gonna do it. Because hmm. I thought, why not? Anyway, so yeah. That's that definitely something that we'll was... be playing while we're at PAX. 
That well, was a couple of weeks ago, but I have been, because there's another tournament this Friday, and I haven't gone to a tournament since last year. <laughs> so, <laughs> it actually has been a while since I've gone, so I want to do well. I've really been trying hard on Inkling uh, to do really good at Inkling. Apparently, Inkling is one of the best characters in general anyway, so that's cool. Um, not as broken as Bayonetta, but also a very good character, so I'm pretty excited i think i'm still hoping that there's a bunch of new people in the tournament scene who don't really know what they're doing they think they do that i can beat because i think that's all the only way i'm gonna beat someone but you know yeah i'm excited cool. for that but i've been playing smash i have started and played a little bit of spider-man on ps4 that's a that's that's a good game yeah because it was right after i watched spider first which is such a good movie. Okay, so did you get right? all hyped up for it? Yeah, I got hyped up. I really wanted to play. <laughs> and it's just so funny too because um I don't I don't think it's considered a spoiler. One of the villains you encounter in Spider-Verse is Kingpin, and the first right. char- the first villain you fight in Spider-Man PS4 is Kingpin. So that was really cool to me too cuz I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's just like <laughs> <laughs> like I'm fighting Kingpin." <laughs> um yeah, I like swinging around and I haven't played it in about a week or so, just because I've been moving around and haven't really been able to settle in until this week. Um, yeah, I feel like I did a lot at the beginning of Christmas break. Yeah. And now I haven't done anything in the last, like, week. Yeah. <laughs> it's been holidays and things, so I've been, like, with family and friends. So it makes right. sense that I, in those times, I haven't done anything. But um, have I played any other games? I've been playing lots of card games, like Nerds. Just been getting real good at Nerds. So nerds, nerds with a T nerds. Okay. Yeah. It's basically competitive solitaire. Okay. It's very, it's very fun. I should teach you guys where when and when we're in Texas. Yeah. I should totally teach you guys. It's a very fun game, but that's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Smash's life. I just <laughs> love Smash's life. Mm. <laughs> what about you, Joe? Uh, I've been playing King. I, I, so Kingdom Hearts three is coming out in less mm-hmm. than a month. We were looking for the story so far, and it is sold out all over. You could probably buy it digitally. We have a. Okay, I should rephrase. All the WalMarts are sold out of it. And we oh, have a Walmart gift okay. card. <laughs> I see. Gotcha. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah so. Everywhere. I uh. I played the first one last year, and I finally said, okay, I need to play the second one before 3 comes out. So I'm like six or seven hours into Kingdom Hearts 2. I've beaten the first two Disney-related worlds. Cool. And it's getting pretty good. I've This is my first time through it. And I beat the first okay. one. I, like I said, I beat it last year, but I actually beat the first one when I was still in high school. Wow. And I'm the old man on staff here, so that'll say, tell you. <laughs> that was a while ago. It was either my junior or senior year of high school that that came out. Nice. And I beat it back then, so I was in college and a broke college kid. I couldn't afford video games when 2 came out. And so I'm just now getting around to playing it. And the HD, you know, it's HD remade. It looks right. beautiful, and and I'm really digging it so far. So, Been playing Kingdom Hearts 2. A lot of Call of Duty uh, with my brother and a couple buddies, that's what we've been doing. But I have also been playing a couple tabletop games. 
Dice yeah. Throne Season 2. Ross is it Lee, mixable with Dice Thrones? It is, it is mixable with Season 1, yep. Okay. So, cool. Season 1 was 6 characters. Season 2 gives you 8 more characters. Oh, wow. To- and they've already talked about doing future seasons. Like, they're saying in the future they might make it so that you can do, like, co-op raids against a boss or something. Whoa. So, which sounds really cool. So, for those of you that haven't played Dice Throne, my, my review, um, I expect it'll be up sometime this week for Dice Throne Season 2. You should go check that out. But if you like, uh, the, the best way I know to describe it is Fantasy Battle Yahtzee. It's, it's got wow. some extra mechanics on top of it. But it's a dice game that mixes like some card play and, and that sort of thing in it. And you have characters that have character sheets and your dice dictate what moves you're doing on the Battle board. Yahtzee. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> it's it's, cool. it's probably my favorite tabletop game, but uh I yeah. wish we would have had it just the other night we played. Yeah. I, I think it was actually last night we played uh a few board games and I was like, man, I wish I had Dice Thrones. Yeah, Dice Thrones awesome. And season two's that much better. They've improved a lot over season one. Cool. It's not like you feel overpowered if you have a season two card. No, no, no. You can still very much okay. compete season one with season two. It's balanced. Okay, cool. But That's it's good. just like visually, instead of just having the one big thick character sheet made out of mm-hmm. cardboard, everybody has a little trifold that that fits in a at least in the, in the package they sent me. You get the dice and your cards and a trifold with the character sheet. It's, the art is just gorgeous. I love that art style. Cool. And yeah, it, it's it's great. So I'll I'll plan to bring that to PAX. Okay. Uh, and we're then the other one. We're gonna have a lot to geek out about. We're gonna have so yeah. those days are gonna be packed. We're gonna be at a convention. Then we're gonna be coming home playing games. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna be dead. I'm gonna have homework. It's fine. It's great. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have work work. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the other thing I've been playing is a board game called Clank. Ratchet and Clank. No. Isn't there another okay. game called Clank? Or what's the name of that game where you're like that robot? Ratchet you... and Clank. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, it's not that. It was. Jack and Daxter. Uh, no. Is it a board game or a video game? No, no, no. Game? It wasn't. It's a video game. And you Metal Sonic. slowly build upon yourself. You get like become a bigger robot because you collect more. Knack. That's called. Yeah. Knack. Yeah. 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 Knack. So Clank. <laughs> um, Sorry. Not. Okay. The, <laughs> close, but the, not close at all. <laughs> Clank is a deck building game. Everybody starts with the same 10 card deck. And the premise is that you're all thieves kind of competing with one another. You have to get okay. down into a dungeon and get artifacts and escape with more points than your team than than your other competitors. The catch is that you're in a dragon keep and the dragon can attack. Oh boy. And so like every turn you get so many points that you can use to buy new cards to put in your deck. And so pretty quickly your deck is very different than the decks of the people around you and you're trying to get in uh every time you do something that would make noise, that's called clank. Every character has like 30 little cubes that are made out of wood. Mm. And you put that much clank in in the stockpile. And then there's a, a bag 
that has like 25 dragon cubes in it. And when the dragon attacks, you take everybody's clank cubes and you throw them in the bag. You shake up the bag and pull out however many cubes you're supposed to for how angry the dragon currently is. Oh, jeez. And okay. the dragon gets angrier when somebody gets an artifact or if you find a dragon egg. Right. Makes sense. And so, like, by the end of the game, you're pulling five, six cubes out of that bag. And early on, you know, it's like you got 24 dragon cubes and five cubes from players. There's a good chance you're not going to, nobody's going to get hurt. But as the game progresses, you don't put cubes back in the bag once they've been pulled out for the dragon. So there's a greater and greater chance that people are going to start getting heavily damaged. And when I played the other night, I ended up winning. My buddy was trying to get the dragon to kill everybody before they got out because he had the fewest in the bag and and he he summoned the dragon he had a card in his deck that he built that allowed him to summon the dragon and and attack it puts himself at risk but he knew that he didn't have as much in the bag as everybody else Mm, and me and his wife were both like two hits away from dying and we were we were all two steps away from getting out of the dungeon and his wife got killed and I survived and I ended up winning the game by just like a couple oh, points. Oh, jeez. Nice. It was intense. It was a lot of fun. If, if you get a chance to check it out, you definitely should. I'll, I'll probably bring it as well. It's only a four-player game, so we might not play it much. Okay. But I'd like to bring it and, and let you all experience it. Cool. But that's that's all I've been playing. What have you been playing, Cody? Really just Smash Bros. Yeah. Who's your main? we my, I really like the Inkling. Yeah, same. Awesome. Oh, so you're both really cheap. Cool. <laughs> Before that, it was either I'm Sonic going for the top tier characters all the time. Hmm? Huh? I usually go for Kirby well, or Sonic. to be fair, I wanted to be good at Inkling before the game came out. I was like, I want to be good at Inkling because I love Splatoon and I love Inkling, so I want to get good at Inkling. And then I just Inkling played just as became Inkling against my wife, tier. and I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm really good as the Inkling. Yeah. Sounds like everybody's really good as the Inkling. Haha. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot to mention before when I was talking about Smash, but me and LG actually uh, streamed Smash together. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we fought. It was really fun. Nice. That's cool. He has a good Richter. I play... I'm trying to think of who all I main. Um, when I have been playing, I've been playing mostly as Mario. I'm, I'm kind of an old school standby. I like Mario. Um, <laughs> but I good. also like... I like Bowser. Yeah. Nice. He's a lot of fun. He does that drop kick side smash. Yeah. You can wreck really with bad that as thing. Bowser. I need the fast characters that can get away. What, like Pichu? I, w- I could see you as a Pichu main. <laughs> I, I you look like a Pichu main. I've never played as Pichu. Like, you not a lot. A lot of you guys. I'll just check yeah. it out. Well, besides Inkling, I like Isabelle. And I like Young Link. And I'm trying to get good at Ike. But Ike's hard because he's slow. Okay. I like, definitely like the quick ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that, I've also... I picked up a mobile game off of Facebook. No. It was Asphalt 9's racing game. You're falling down that hole, Cody? Yeah. I... You're not even ashamed of it? No. I can't remember the name of the company that does Asphalt 9 or the Asphalt games, but back when I had an Xperia Play... It was like what games were preloaded on the Xperia Play, which was, for those who don't know, there used to be a phone with a PlayStation controller underneath the phone, and it was awesome. But they never got a 4G version for... Yeah, you could do uh, Tony Hawk. 
Yeah, I don't. I never played Tony Hawk. There were a few different games that I played that were like solid. They were mobile games, but they were they were great with the with the controller. Mm-hmm. I played like this RPG thing a lot. It's like GameSoft or something. I can't remember. Yeah, Either I way, remember Asphalt, GameSoft. I think that might be what it is. And Asphalt Nine is just like an an arcade style racing game. There's real cars, which is cool. It's it's been fun and addictive because the game the races are only like two minutes long. So you can literally sit down and put a two minute race in. And then if you want to keep playing, you can. If not, you can go later. But it's got this kind of pay to win thing as far as the multiplayer goes. The fact that it has multiplayer is really cool, but it definitely has this feel of like, I never get first because I haven't bought with real money a good car. That sounds like a bad game, Cody. Yeah, that's kind of the that part. I've just started playing it maybe like a week ago and I like the actual like the story mission parts. So when I'm done with the story stuff, I'll probably get out of it. But it's been cool. The soundtrack to it's amazing. Like, if I were to give it anything, it would be for its soundtrack. It's got this great, like, racing soundtrack. But when you're in the menus, it's it's people like Rule. And then Rule's, like, she's in a lot of, like, cinematic trailer stuff. Um, there's a few different, like, rap songs that are in there. And they're, like, really catchy. I threw, I can't remember the name of it, but I threw one of them on my workout playlist. But it's it's cool. It's fun. And then the the whole multiplayer setup so that you are you have different like not classes. I'm trying to think of Arena of Valor what they were called. But you so you have a bronze league and then you have to like play your way through bronze league to get to silver league. And the better you do, the faster you rank. The rank, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so your cars, you only get like five cars per rank. So they can't like race a ferrari against you but they can still get these better cars that cost real money instead of the stock cars that you get for just playing the game and there's chances to get those better cars without paying but they're slim to none like i've gotten you get like little cards and you have to get like 30 cards will get you the car and i've gotten like three or four for the bronze league's best car so that part of it's kind of icky but I could see if you were actually like into the game and paying money for it that it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, if you're willing to be a whale, any mobile game can be fun. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'll probably stick with the story, like I said, and then I'll probably move on because I can't. The fact that it's it's not just buy once, like get one car. You'd have to get like a, you'd have to buy a car for every league to like actually do well in that game. You could, you could pay a lot of money very quickly. That's what they're going for. They oh, literally call them whales. Yeah. yeah. Also, the gameplay is really weird, uh, and this might turn a lot of people off too. You don't like your acceleration and your steering are completely automated. So, so what's the point in playing a racing game then? Yeah. So it's real weird. You have you have a drift button, and the drift <laughs> it's like button. Cody hears our concerns and complaints, and he agrees <laughs> with us, but he still is playing. <laughs> I'm still it's like, like yeah, this is you're cool. totally right, but I'm gonna keep playing. It's it feels very arcade. So you have a drift button, and then the drift button works on your boost, and then you have like this NOS boost that you need to like work on building up throughout the race, mm-hmm. and then you swipe like left or right at these parts of the map to go like th- usually like three different directions on the map uh, to try to get your best like 
track so you can beat other people out by having a shorter track. It's very arcade feeling, which I really like because I love old arcade like cruising games and stuff. It's kind of like this simplified sit back and swipe racing game with really nice graphics. I mean, the cars look cool. Hmm. All of mine are obviously purple and yellow because I'm lame. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I've been playing. It's been it's been weird. And Arena Valor. But I'll probably never stop playing Arena Valor at this point. Hmm. Yeah. You had a chance to <laughs> to play with me and you forfeited it, so I don't play that game anymore. <sighs> I don't play mobile games by myself. I, in fact, I don't play mobile games. I don't play multiplayer games by myself. I I mean I still play Arena Valor on phone. I haven't even picked it up on Switch. I think I have it down. I know you haven't. Been... I tried to talk you to, into it for two, three days. Damn. I know. Sorry. Turn you you're up, not, Cody. You're not though. <laughs> Joe's salty. <laughs> I was actually gonna tr- I went out of my way to try to play a game with you, Cody. I know. <laughs> it's gonna make me feel bad. We're gonna move on. Good, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Because that opportunity uh, won't come up again for a while. Jeez. <laughs> we're going to play Smash Bros. Boom! in like... So we're going to play Smash Bros. in like two weeks. I'm still planning yeah, on okay. signing up for the tournament there. Do I need, to, do I need suck, to pay but... for the online service before PAX? I don't think so. Can we play local? We can play local. Yeah. So okay. we can play local. And then... This is kind of... I don't know if LJ needs to keep this in the podcast. We can play local. You could also just set all of our controllers up to one Switch. Because yeah. you can have up to eight players or whatever. Or um, we can just remote, like local, like you guys are saying. So Cool. You know I'm bringing my controller. Yeah. I'll have, we'll have our controller and our Joy-Cons. I hate the Joy-Cons. I'm bringing my controller. <laughs> That's fine. Bring I both. Mean, I'll have, yeah, I was going to say, I'll have the Joy-Cons <laughs> anyway. but Yeah, you don't yeah. want to leave those. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the gaming news. All right, gaming news. Uh, Eric Wolpaw, for those of you who are familiar, he was a big name writer for Valve years ago. Uh, has some pretty he notable work. Portal. Yep. Portal's amazing. And he left and gone to another company. I don't even I don't even remember who it was, but he has re- uh, returned for Portal Three. Uh, probably not. And they don't lose like three. That would be something. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be the first to break the fake news. I'm sure that it's some completely new game, but we know Valve doesn't do anything with a three on the end of it. Yeah, it'd be really funny if they did like a Portal 2.5, just to mess oh, with people. That would not be funny at all. It would be a mobile game, <laughs> and I'd be the only one that played it. Everyone would be so salty. Yeah. Well, that all this talk yeah. about mobile games is making me angry at Blizzard again. <laughs> <sighs> okay, Y'all so have yeah, he's gonna mobile games. Huh? Speaking of mobile games, your story. I'm segueing for you. Oh yeah. Speaking of mobile games, uh, there's (laughs) frustrate a lot of people. A rumored Alien Isolation sequel coming to the phone. (laughs) I okay. Before people think that I'm like, I don't love mobile games. Like I like them, but they are not. I'm not saying they are on par with real games. That's good. You'd be a terrible critic. Okay, <laughs> I just want I just want to make that clear. People are like, "Man, Cody really plays a lot of mobile games." I don't. But you probably play. play more than all of us. The only mobile game yeah. I play 
is Fire Emblem Heroes, unless I have... If I, Are unless you still I'm playing bored. Fire Emblem Heroes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am. I definitely That's your am. Arena Valor. Yeah, but I'm never going to put money in that thing. That's a path to the dark side. But if I'm really bored on a plane <laughs> or somewhere where there's no Wi-Fi, Bejeweled does it for me. Love Bejeweled. Bejeweled's it, not bad. <laughs> not going to do a time killer. Else. Yeah, exactly. Just a very simple time killer that I get bored with in five minutes. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the yeah. Switch has kind of killed that for me. Yeah. Anytime I'm like got actual time to play a game, I'll, I'll pull the Switch out. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Speaking of the Switch, wow. the Humble Store has Boom. Nintendo Switch games for sale now. We're like professionals at this, guys. Yeah. It's <laughs> like we've been doing this for a while. Smooth <laughs> like butter. So, are there any discounts on Nintendo games right now? No, not right now. Okay. But, but I would that does at some open point. the pathway for potentially getting some down in the future. I mean, like, you can go there right now and pay $60 for Super Mario Odyssey. Or $60 for Super Smash Brothers, Right. Or $60 but for Super Mario Party. Those who have a year-long membership do get a $5. Like, right off the gate, they're given a $5 coupon. Okay. That's good. Yeah, yeah they're actually selling, they're selling three- and 12-month uh, online memberships there, too. Okay. I assume it's mostly for indie games. They actually have 3DS games on there, too. Really? Weird. Ooh. They sure do. Pokemon Ultra Sun, $40. It's, it's mostly price. Pokemon games. It's because Pokemon is awesome. But they also have Fire Emblem, Sha- uh, Shadows of Valentia, Valentia. Valencia. Echoes Season Pass. Yeah. Yeah, and then a lot of it's just a lot of Pokemon Okay. Hmm. Mystery Dungeon 22. Yep. Like sun, Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, Yellow, Blue, Red, Silver, wow. Gold. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. That's cool. Splatoon 2's on there. Yeah, I mean, so they've got like the major, major titles there. I would assume indie games will start being... Like humble bundle releases, like I don't know. I mean, everything that's out there right now is a first party game. Is first party? Huh. The closest thing to a third party they have is Pokemon Quest. They're selling mm. DLC packs for it. Wait. Cool. It has DLC? Yeah. Like what type of DLC? I'm curious. Uh, let me see. There's an eighteen dollar expedition pack. Oh, okay. It's not. It's just the. Paid stuff. Oh, okay, okay. It's just the because okay, that makes more sense. I was like, it's a, like a mobile game. They have DLC, but yeah. yeah, that's what it is. So yeah, that's uh, that's the news in gaming this week. Pull list. It's the beginning of January. There's not really anything coming out. Yeah, yeah. Very Next fair. week will be a lot more. Yeah, I'm already seeing three releases for next week. So stay tuned. Good, good. Hmm. Cool. Well, we'll get into some movie stuff. Did you guys see any movies over over break? No, not one. No, not oh. one. Oh. You saw Spider-Man. I saw so. Spider-Man. No, I didn't. And you loved it because it's amazing? Yes, it's so good. Oh. It's so... I didn't I didn't even watch Bird Box. I, I actually, Bird Box yet. I actually have been meeting too. <laughs> I haven't yet. I was going to watch it with my sister great. and we need to figure out time because okay here's my thing with horror movies um 
I never want to watch them because I don't like watching scary movies, but I get interested in the plot. So I go to Wikipedia or mm -hmm. so IMDb and I look up a summary of everything and just the plot. And then I know the story <laughs> without seeing the movie. I know. That, yeah. I just, I don't want to be scared, but I'm interested. In I don't want to be scared. But it's so I, I wanted to watch Bandersnatch and I just haven't got around to oh, it yet. Oh, that's right. I was just talking to my friends Does about that. Does that count yesterday. as a movie? Uh, I think it counts as a show. I don't know, actually. It's like a special. It's I a love special the, you from know, Black I heard they're coming out with the, with a, they, they did the, the whole trilogy and they're coming out with that ra uh, racing game now. Bandersnatch. I'm confused. The Crash Bandersnatch racing game. Okay. <laughs> I don't get it. Totally. I would think you'd go with like the Warple Blade or <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Is Alice in Wonderland's got the Bandersnatch, right? I don't know. But where are the Bandersnatch? I was I, I don't know. I was trying to make a play it's on Alice Crash Bandicoot, Wonderland. Cody. Let me explain the joke so it's not funny anymore. Oh, I get it. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, it should be Alice in Wonderland. Um, yeah, I read that <laughs> okay. book. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think so. I think it's. I think they have the banner snatch. Beware the banner snatch, my son. The claws that something, the teeth that bite. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> something about a warple blade, and then they. It's like an epic tale. Anyways, I watched Aquaman. Yeah. And it didn't sink. It swam. It was actually really good. I came in with low expectations. And so maybe that was part of the reason I liked it so much. It was incredibly cheesy. But it's Aquaman. First off. Like it's already cheesy by nature. Mm. And they did it like they kind of owned it. Like Aquaman's got these really weird like awkward one-liners that are really funny but they just seem so out of place like they were just there for the sake of the joke they Jabberwocky. LJ says yeah. Jabberwocky You're, it totally is Jabberwocky yep. yeah Banner Snatch is different oh well I was wrong <laughs> sorry sorry listeners who, who actually knew that and were like man but Aquaman it has no it's got like this weird kind of callback to justice league and that's about all you get as far as connection goes and i think that was probably a really smart thing to do to just kind of let it distance itself and kind of showcase who aquaman in this universe is and i think jason momoa does a really good job of it like i really like this version of aquaman huh. and it's fun it's so it's got the, like valerian special effects which valerian was a terrible terrible movie that was really pretty. And Aquaman is also got the, it's just really well done special effects. And yeah, I don't know. Go watch it. It's better than one would think. It's also doing really well. I think it's the best. It's the best DC movie as of right now. And it's one of the, it's the fifth best standalone superhero movie ever made. Wow. That's a lot so higher than out, I would have expected. Yeah. It beat out. Wonder Woman. I think that Wonder Woman is objectively a better movie, but I think that I personally like Aquaman more. I definitely had more fun watching it. It's just kind of a fun, goofy ride. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard, yeah, mixed things. I guess it sort of depends on how you 
yeah, if you enjoy the cheesier, just the cheesiness or not. Cody is a person who enjoys cheesy things. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's I all enjoy about cheesy things when they're self aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're like cringy and you're like, you don't like you, how do you not know that you're being this cringy? Then it's not fun. But when they're like, we're gonna be cringy because we know it's cringy. Yeah, and then like, it's All right, this is cool. like you're because you Sharknado, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That mm-hmm. kind of it's not not to put it on Sharknado's, Sharknado's level, level but. but they are both about water and sharks. <laughs> they are both. That's all. I, I was like, yeah. Are you sure they're not the same movie? <laughs> Aquaman could probably make a Sharknado. Yeah. I think he would have the ability to do that. It's probably in the so, comic somewhere. It's I gotta bet. be. It's gotta be. Be a great crossover. <laughs> Geeks of the Grace podcast and our amazing ideas. Uh, but anyways, we'll get into the movie news. Yeah. So there's not a lot of movie news this week. We just got something from the DC side of movies and the uh, Marvel side of movies. Nice. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. Um <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, for DCU, this is probably good news, but it's just kind of weird to think about. But uh, they are having a standalone Batman movie, which hasn't happened in, in a while. Um, at least not. Th- in fact, have they actually, they haven't had a standalone Batman movie in this new established DCEU universe. Or no. DCU. Not, no. yeah. Because, you know, Dark Knight Trilogy, obviously that was DC, but it wasn't in the universe. That was before right. that was a thing. So um, there, it's going to start development and filming in November. And there was some we talk still that don't it was know going if Ben Affleck is part of it. Yeah. There was talk that was going to be in the summer. Got pushed back to November. It's probably going to stick around there. Um, but yeah, that's... Well, it could be a good thing. I think probably is a good thing. But it's, it's also just yeah. frustrating to see another... I don't know. I feel like we've seen so many Batman movies. At this point, I'm glad to know that it's actually happening because there's been so many. It's not happening. It is happening. Yeah, it's it's good to just know for sure. And I hope that it kind of learns from Aquaman and Wonder Woman that it doesn't have to be this like watered down color grades and right. Like, the Batman made those Superman so gray. wasn't good for a reason. So just remember that. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah, so that's that's good. If you're a Batman fan, that's probably good news. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll see if it's Ben Affleck or someone new. Someone else. Um, yeah, I don't know. That'd be really interesting, but that's not for a little bit. So we don't have to worry about that yet. Uh, and so for our Marvel news, uh, we get Kevin Feige's, Feige's, Feige's uh, opinion. I, I think you said it right. Okay, I've just, don't, don't that kill sounded me anyone. Good. Um, it, at least you didn't say Kanye Reeves like I did last week. Oh, what? that's right. <laughs> that's <was> weird. <laughs> um, we get his opinion on X-Men joining the MCU because we've talked a little bit about uh, the Fox deal that Disney has and how this means that they're going to acquire Fantastic Four and a bunch of X-Men. And just sort of wondering how is this going to work because there already is an established X-Men universe and an established MCU and they weren't connected at all before. Um, mm-hmm. So his opinion is to just really bring in some of the lesser-known characters of the X-Men and then introduce yeah. them into MCU. Sort of um, a little bit how Deadpool handled it. Brought in some random 
lesser known X-Men. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it would be really good, though, because um, it'll bring some new attention to, yeah, lesser-known characters. I think that's a theme with uh, Marvel and DC, because we already talked about Blue Beetle, um, and yeah. ooh, who else? There was someone else. Oh, that's right. Um, like the Rubber Band Man or whatever, like the Elastic Guy in DC. Plastic Man, he's, yeah. Plastic Man, that's what his name. Yeah, he's getting a movie, so... DC's doing that. Marvel could do it too, um, but hopefully, in a I good think way. it's smart. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy did so well, and like I knew nothing about Guardians before that movie was made. We have no expectations when they do things like this. Very true. They can really just take the character and do what they want with it because people aren't mm-hmm. really going to complain if it's a beloved character. No one knows that character, so I think that could Except be really Deadpool. good. Deadpool. Yeah. Right. They're. Probably gonna I'm sure that was their idea. Was that. no one cares about Deadpool. We'll just sew his mouth shut and it'll totally be fine. Oh my gosh. That was weird. Was I don't know why they ever thought that was okay, but whatever. Um <laughs> Yeah. But that'd be really cool. Uh we'll see if that actually comes into play in the future. Um but I think that'd be good, especially I don't know. I heard Dark Phoenix is trash. So Ooh. That, that's Uh-oh. what I, that's what I've heard. So if they're not going to do well X Men on that side, maybe Marvel MCU can do more X Men. Maybe we'll see well. that and go. Well, time for a maybe reboot. it's time to <laughs> <laughs> it's rewind time. Anyway, that's our movie news. Cool. What TV shows have you guys been watching over the holidays? Uh, I watched the first season of Dragon Prince. Ah, yeah, still actually. And I told myself I would. Once I got used to the art style, it it's actually really good. That's yeah, it's a lot of fun. Does it remind you of Avatar? Since it's the same writer, it does a little bit. Yeah. Okay. The art style of Avatar is way smooth, smoother. Right. Right. And I don't understand why, because it there there are flashes of brilliance where it looks like the smoothest thing they could have made. And then mm-hmm. there are times where it looks like they intentionally just skipped 80 frames of animation. <laughs> but, mm. Yeah, that's one thing I don't like about newer animation styles. And it's this like 3D stuff that they are totally okay with just being really lazy with. And then you have Ruby that is doing beaut- beautifully right now. Excuse me. And like, wh- how can this company... And I know that Rooster Teeth's got a ton of money anymore, but... Like a, a production company that is not started on YouTube should do better than a the people that made Red vs. Blue. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, you'd think. Ruby, this last season, has been absolutely flawless animation-wise. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else have I watched? I've been watching One Piece still. Okay. That'll be on yeah, my list for that probably a few years. Yeah. <laughs> So Fair. I'm watching an episode, you know, a handful of episodes a week, but I'm digging it. And cool. of course, I think they added a new season of Great British Baking Show. Okay. So I'm Woo. watching that. Started it last night. Cool. And that's How about it. You, Shelley. I'm trying to think, and I don't. I haven't really watched any other shows after I finished watching FMA. Okay. So I think that's the last time we Yeah, I 
I haven't watched any more Naruto. I meant to watch Dragon Prince and I didn't. So watch Dragon Prince. I know. Yeah, it's real good. Like it finished, and, and I was Ruby, like, no. Like, like I meant yeah, to, I've been like, it's over already? to watch. I, at this point, I think it'd probably just be better to wait till the season's over and then just binge watch Ruby season six. Yeah, that's what I should do. I don't know how far, how close it is to the end, but I did want to watch that. I can't remember if I had seen all of Ultron last time we talked. But the show is over. And we watched it in like three days, the last season. And it was like more episodes than usual. Mm-hmm. But I was still really, really sad to see this story end. Did it end they, well? There, I don't, I don't want to give anything away. Okay, like, yeah. They blew Voltron into the sky. Yeah, I mean that didn't happen. The ending is is weird. I don't want to give anything away. I won't. I won't say anything. I. He has a dance off. I'm just sad that it's over. That would be awesome. It would be very Voltron. It's but... it's a robot chicken thing. Have you yeah. never seen the Voltron dance off? No, I figured it was a Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> reference. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dance off. But. It's the last three seasons have been so good and got so anime like like it's it's these space, these epic space battles. And they got much more into this mech suit fighting kind of mm-hmm. a Gundam thing. And I don't know. It's really, really amazing. And I'm really sad that it's over because I've spent the last like three years, four years. Yeah, ever since it now. came out. Yeah, I've watched every season almost as it came out. I think the last season I had missed for a while. But it uh, is so good. And that also, I think, has Avatar people working on it. I don't know who. If not, it's got the character development of Avatar. Yeah, I think the animation, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, it looks very Avatar-esque. But really well done. Really, really sad to see it go. I also watched, started watching Thundercats. Oh. Because, oh. and not Joe's Thundercats. <laughs> you're you're I, watching baby Thundercats. I'm not watching that either. So everyone was like, man, we want real Thunder. When that was announced, the like terrible Thundercats that just came out. No offense to, I just don't like that art style. But that came out, it was announced, and everyone was like, man, I really wish they would have done, like, a story-driven, like, take the show seriously type thing. Right, and then And they, apparently, yeah. in, like, 2011, they did, and it's it's a season long. I haven't watched the entire season yet, but it's really good. And the guy from Boy Meets World is the voice, not the guy that plays Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond. I can't remember the guy's name off the top I, of my head. Was it Corey? The main character from Boy Meets Wasn't World? Wasn't the main character. It was one that would go, always go, Fene! In Boy Meets World. Hmm. Long His hair. friend or his brother? His brother, I think. Will? Yeah, his brother. I can't remember his last name. It's Will something. He's in a lot of stuff. I didn't realize that. But yeah, he plays the main character. He, he, plays he does a lot of stuff now with um, Geek and Sundry. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he is Lino, and it's got this, like, really deep lore, and, and everyone is basically, like, most of the show, everyone's just, like, really racist, 
and because mm. that or speciesist, I guess, in this. Will Friedel. Okay. Yeah. I guess speciesist would be the proper term. And so he's going to be king or whatever, and he's the only one that's like, how about we just stop fighting each other for no reason and actually like get along? And so he's trying to like kind of unite all these different people. Uh, and there are cats and there are lizards and uh, you know everything else. It's really cool. I had a lot of fun with it. I wish I would have known about it when it aired and been part of like helping the ratings. Yeah. Not that my one view would make a difference, but it definitely was something that I had no idea existed until last year. Yeah, it stinks. I just wonder. I wonder if it was just lack of advertising because it seemed like no one knew about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. It can be. It, it's kind of strange in its demographic, I guess. It, it can be really kitty at points, and then kind of like not kitty. And it's like I don't know who you were trying to target. Right. Like it doesn't balance that very well. But I mean, the story and the lore is really deep and cool. I really like it. It's on VRV. That's what I was going to say. Uh, mm. If you have a VRV account, you can just watch it for free. That's why I'm watching it now. Cool. Yeah, I found it on accident and. Yeah, cool. We'll get into the TV news, though. There is... Okay. I thought that it was a movie. There's this animation for Persona 5. And apparently the show... There's been a show, an adaption of the game, going on for a while. And so this is like a special, probably like an hour-long film, or maybe a little bit longer. But it takes place during the ending of the game. And so a lot of people are saying that this... It's called Stars and Hours. Uh, is going to be like the end of that show that people have been watching which is cool but sad it looks awesome it looks like the video game which looked like an anime like the mm-hmm. cutscenes in persona 5 for those who don't know is literally anime oh yeah so I, I just i think it's really cool to do in a game i think it's fun and then we talked about a while back there was this show about deadpool and donald glover was like heading the whole thing and he, i think he was going to voice deadpool or at the very least, he was going to try to produce the show. And it kind of was like dead in the water. Like, it just didn't happen. And he got like they were like, we're not doing this. Rob Leffeld, who I believe is the creator of Deadpool, is saying that it's still happening. But there's no confirmation of whether or not Donald Glover is still on this or part of it. But the test footage that we saw, I think, last year looked really cool. It was this, like, Spider-Man. Like, you look at the Spider-Man cartoons. It was kind of on par with that, but it was Deadpool. And then it was like, I guess, kind of like family guyish humor is what you'd expect from it. But I think that would be a great place for Deadpool to play. I don't need like a rated R Deadpool. A PG-13 Deadpool would be kind of cool. Yeah. And like I said, it looked great. And then finally, Carmen San Diego has a trailer. It looks a bit like a kid's show. It definitely looks, yeah. It looks like, like Kim Possible. It does remind me a lot of Kim Possible. Yeah. And uh, she's a good guy now? I feel like... I saw the trailer for it. Here's the thing. I never actually played any of the games with Carmen Sandiego when I was a kid. So I don't really have any personal connections to this character. A lot of people do. And I yeah. understand that. It was more than a game. It was a game show. Well, game show. I mean, it was both. Yeah. Yeah. But... I'm in the, the games, cartoon, you were trying to hunt her down. There was a you? cartoon as well. Hmm. I remember the games. Well, you were trying to hunt her down, though, in the games, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was an educa- edutainment. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. But Captain Planet era. Like looking at it just kind of without that background, it looks really good and it looks like a really, you know, neat show. I like the animation. I mm-hmm. just kind of wonder if it because hearing about how it's like, oh yeah, she was a villain, and now they're trying to make her good. I'm like not like a really Robin Hood s. Yeah, I'm not really I a only fan steal of that. From the I bad just, guys. I just wonder if they could have just created their own character if they didn't have to take a Carmen Sandiego yeah. character. If they just created their new character that was basically that. That's That'd not be what cool. Hollywood does. No, I think right. I think this looks cool. I th- I do think it looks yeah. cool. I think it'd be really good for, yeah, for kids. Like I think. Kids are gonna love watching it. Like, I'll be like, I, I hope that it does. I want to be a thief. <laughs> yeah, I want to be a thief now. I hope it sticks with the education part, which was like it was all geography. So you would, if I remember correctly, you were looking for Carmen San Diego, and you would go to each of these countries, and then you would learn about the countries in the game. That's yeah, it was cool. like she was just last spotted at a place with this statue of David. Like, okay, where mm. was she at? Right. Yeah, and then you got to figure it out. So I, I definitely hope that it keeps that because that would be cool. I thought that Washington D.C. was in Washington State until oh like my six years ago, uh, seven years ago. It better be before I start on this podcast because it was okay. Good. So I, I need, I need this show. Gosh dang to it! Be educational. <laughs> I just, I realize we're going to be going to Texas, and people are going to assume that if I ever say I'm from Washington. Yeah, yes, you're from Seattle. I'm just, yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna be like, you're from the Seattle. Uh, uh. Anyway, no, Seattle. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. Gosh, heck. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's all the TV news for you. We do have a discussion question. I don't remember who it was asked by, so I need to look. But the question itself is, with the release of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, studios have started to realize the potential for great animated superhero movies of theatrical quality that can compete with anything Disney puts out. And not just the direct-to-DVD kind. What other Marvel or DC property would you like to be made into an animated film for the big screen? X-Men. X-Men? Yeah. I mean, Nightcrawler could be really cool. That was asked by the notorious STC. Okay. I could see X-Men. I think that... I mean, that made a fantastic cartoon when I was a kid. Yeah. I you haven't seen Into the Spider Verse, have you yet, Joe? No. It's so super colorful and comic booky. It's very I pop, think bang that, like in your face. Yeah, there's literal like comic book bubbles and stuff. Okay. I think that it'd be really cool to see Green Lantern as one, just because it would be so in your face, colorful, and they could do a lot with like the different corps. But mm. that's strictly from like a color perspective for me yeah and i think x-men could do that same thing with colors honestly my my first thought was squirrel girl i know people have been wanting a squirrel girl girl movie for a long time i think it would kind of look really weird live action and i know they're making that show we talked about the show the like marvel um Ooh, I don't remember the name of the show, but it has, the it has the, Squirrel the, Girl, and like, it has... It's an all-female cast. The female that, protagonist. They're pretty much all, yeah, that one, and she's in there, and that looks pretty good. And so I think if they were to just make a movie, if they wanted to make a Squirrel Girl movie, have it be 
in animation style, whether it was like the Spider-Man one or honestly just 2D animation would probably fit the bill. Um, I think that'd be cool because I think Squirrel Girl's a ridiculous character and they need to show off ridiculous things that they can't do really live action. You And again, you see this in Spider-Man, like they do like ridiculous things and it works just mm-hmm. really well because of just the art style. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that's Squirrel my Girl, first thought. I like it. Mm-hmm. Cool. If you guys have questions, remember you can email us at Geeks Under Grace. No, at bleh, podcast at geeksundergrace.com. Easier to remember than to say, <laughs> apparently. Podcast at geeksundergrace.com. Ask us your questions. We love answering them. And we will, we'll answer them next Monday. Joe, or Wednesday for the listeners, Monday for us as we record. Yeah. Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter, Joe Knows Games. And Shelly? You can find me on uh, twitch.tv slash Grace Tuesday nights. You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. And you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye.